What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of Cultivated Ignorance. I am Will, the host. I am Mike, your non-problematic host. <laughs> you all the way problematic. How? You remember we was at, you remember we was at our homeboy house? Homeboy house. And we was doing the. I don't, I don't know if we go. I ain't got no homeboys. I don't even know. Oh, it's just it's just female friends. It's it just, is. It's women friends. It That's hey, where you're already problematic. Like Serene. Hey, Serene, my best friend that knows I'm not problematic. You're very problematic. <sighs> Closet problem. Spreading lies. This week, we have an excellent show for you lined up. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking about many things, both cultivated and ignorant. Especially the ignorant. Especially the ignorant. Um, we're going to be talking about Michael Eric Dyson recently had an interview on Breakfast Club, I think it was about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. where he was talking about cancel culture and a whole bunch of other stuff, but we're going to be mostly focused on the cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to talk about the Michael Jackson thing. <laughs> there was, don't even speak on it. Don't even speak on it. There was a technical difficulty with our HBO account. It's, it's, it's temporary delay. Temporary delays. Uh, hopefully, we'll have that for your next show. Um, but... Uh, Serene said we both problematic because she said something about the pool incident. Remember the pool? Which, pool. When Serene was drunk. What we threw in the pool? <laughs> don't tell her what happened. See, oh. You done put us on blast. I don't know if that was problematic. <laughs> we saved you afterwards, Serene. That was, uh, hold on. What's the, what's the bottom rung of, uh, what's the bottom rung of rape culture? It's like boys being boys. <laughs> boys being boys. <laughs> That's the problematic. That's it. We already started. Um, we're also going to be talking about, uh, the pros and cons of sex work. Um, should mm. it be legalized? Different things like that. Um, we're going to be diving into that. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the black agenda. Um, seems like with this presidential run versus the last presidential run, it seems like it's been a lot more discussed about what are these candidates going to do specifically for black people. Because they got to come through the breakfast club. And they yeah, act straight you, up. Yeah, you got to come through. <laughs> you got to. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they're asking just straight out specifically, what are you going to do for the black community? Because it wasn't really done, at least in my opinion. I've never it, seen it done. Like, yeah, like it wasn't asked that specifically mm-hmm. um, in past presidential elections. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about that. Um, we're going to be talking about a couple different albums that came out uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. Specifically, 2 Chains album, uh, Rapper Go to the League. It was A&R by LeBron. I don't know if that makes sense. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, so it was a r by LeBron. I don't know what that means exactly. But okay. I don't know either. <laughs> like, I would like, I would just rather it's a pre- executive producer. Right. But. <laughs> right. You know. Whatever. And we're also going to be talking about Solange's new album. Yo. Snap, 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 I want to snap, because people got an issue with this album, apparently. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Okay. Well, um, see, we're going to be talking about that. It is called uh, When I Get Home. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be doing uh, Black Business Shoutouts. And thirst of the week. Hmm. Uh, the I, I should change the thirst to to what the OG that we saw. The oh, <laughs> just now? No, nah, the OG that we saw Saturday oh, night. Oh no, that's okay. You're talking about problematic. No, we're, not, <laughs> we're not doing that. Um, but as always, Mike's gonna get to the church announcements real quick. Appreciate you, man. Not calling them little. Uh, appreciate y'all for coming out. Don't. Oh, you lucky! I ain't got no red pen. <laughs> you got that little boo boo with mechanical pencil. <laughs> what grade are you in, bro? <laughs> right, still use mechanical pencil. Shut the hell up. Church announcements this week, man. Um, I know I try to do stuff like far, far off, but like I gotta shout this out. This week, um, Soul Hot, which stands for um, saving our lives, hearing our truth, um, founded by Ruth Nicole Brown, 
it's uh, it's got an amazing amazing week right now. It's called um, Black Girl Genius Week. Uh, as y'all know, it's Women's History Month right now. I uh, hope y'all know, or you might be like Will and just hate women altogether. I love women. You might not be into it, but if you are, um, we just celebrate women all month. That's what we do. And uh, with this man, they just got a whole bunch of events all week long, from the fourth to the eighth, centered around black girls. Everything from conversations, panel discussions, and dance and listening parties uh, to films. <clears throat> Did you take a water already? Yeah, I think I'm okay. You, you, I don't remember offering it. That's you put it right here for me. You, that's my spot. That's my area. That's <laughs> not. I appreciate the water, man. Um, from film to panel discussions, conversations, center on black girls like your daughter. Um, they would just love all these things. <laughs> what you about to do? You been about to throw the water up black in the camera. Just, black folks just steal your shit. People put shit in front of me? I'll take it. I'm a black man. What you want me to do? Um, but yeah, man, it's like free events all week. Go to Soul Hot. That's Soul, S-O-L-H-O-T dot com. And look at the events. They're all amazing. Uh, Nikki Finney, famous author, poet, has been at many of them already. Um, beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, all just incredible, powerful women just, like I said, doing wonderful things with black girls. It's all very beautiful. Next up, we got March 16th. Um, my homeboy, um, Hero, he's a local rapper. Very, very dope rapper. Seen him all around Columbia. More recently at New Brooklyn, I believe, as well as Taps. Um, he's going to be performing at St. Patty's at um, Five Points. March 16th. Me and Will used to do that shit, but we old and washed now, so we don't can't really do it no more. Yeah, I got kids. You know what I'm saying? Got, <clears throat> he ain't got nothing to do. Like, I, he just, I'm just don't washed. go out no more. I'm just washed. You washed? Oh, I'm, I'm not, what's, what's right before washed? I'm, I'm damp. I'm a little... Ew. You're moist. <laughs> moist. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that right after I said Ooh. that. <laughs> but in our heydays, we used to mess with St. Patrick's Day at five points. But if you still are, you still young and popping on March 16th. You know, that's going on all day, 6 a.m. I'm sorry, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. But um, just go for Hero, because he's just going to be the dopest part of the whole show. The show. You know, that's absolutely free as well. I try to give y'all free stuff, because I'm a lover. Uh, last but not least, March 23rd, 12 p.m. Uh, Deckle Edge is going on again this year. If y'all don't know, that's the literary oh, 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 oh. festival um, that goes down every year by Jasper. Um, very dope people. Um, a good friend of mine, Ashley Harris, as well as Lynn Lawson, going to be featured at 12 p.m. Um, this is all going on at the main library downtown. Main library what? Uh, library. Oh, that boy did it. <laughs> I can do it once a week. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's going to be called The uh, Poetry and Evolution of Black Comics. Um, they're going to be mainly talking about uh, black heroes in comic books, video games, and movies, as well as a whole discourse on race and social justice and Afrofuturism. Two insanely dope poets, um, just awesome speakers. Period. Um, that's gonna be free too. You know what I'm you ain't got to pay for nothing this week. Just so, go yeah, out so, if you, so if you ain't got no money, that's not a reason to come out now. Exactly. That's actually the reason for me to curse you out for not coming. So, to better. I'm looking for y'all at every single one of these events. I just support these out. young black girls. Absolutely. Support these local artists Absolutely. and support uh, reading. <laughs> support reading. Definitely support reading. <laughs> <laughs> Please do that. All right, man. So, about to jump into this. Uh, so, Michael Eric Dyson came on The Breakfast Club a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I think they asked him about R. Kelly and just a bunch of... They asked about everything. Yeah, just a bunch of shit. It's like, have you ever noticed, like, whenever Michael Eric Dyson's... It's like, you're just supposed to sit there? You're supposed to... <laughs> bro, like, you're just supposed to... 
<laughs> but usually hear Charlemagne like popping off every time somebody replies. Yeah, like, like Charlemagne, he usually jumped in the conversation, yeah. do somebody talking. Well, the man started talking. <laughs> you know what? Um, I think everybody's just like, okay, you're wiser than me. It was like a good 10, 15 minutes. He was just talking straight. Like they act, they opened it up and said, welcome back to Eric Dyson, da da da. And they asked him, I, I can't remember what the first question was. I don't know either. And he just went off. And everybody was just like, all right, well, this is the show. Right, well, he's teaching right now. <laughs> he's so. teaching right now. <laughs> Write my notes. But no, nah, man, it was pretty dope because uh, he pushed back against the theory that, like, um, what is it that, like, everything should be so, what's the word I want to use? Definitive or clear or concrete, whatever you want to say. Mm. Especially in regards to sex and. Yeah. Uh, consent. Consent. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, he was saying that that shit's weird. Like, <laughs> well, consent's not weird. <laughs> no, consent, no, consent's not weird whatsoever. <laughs> the way people are. <laughs> but you say he came from a culture, or he came from you know a time where, you know, you I guess feel out feel out the other person. You know right. what I mean? Right. And like, I can't remember a time that I've ever had said. When last time y'all said? But oh. Uh, Never, like who does that shit? Like who does that shit? I mean, like, are we? Am I? Am I wrong? No, nah, I don't remember. <laughs> I can't remember a time I've asked for sex, bro. That's the wave now. I you gotta like, ask. Is that really the way though? Because like, even since this has happened, like, we've had sex, and I still haven't had an incident myself where I felt like I had to verbally say, "Are you ready for sex now?" Like, <laughs> are you? That just like, sounds so weird. It sounds strange, but I, I will say, like, if you feel any type of resistance or weird vibes, you should just stop and be like, "Hey, you good?" Like, of course, you know what I'm saying. But I thought that was all common sense. I don't know, man. Ladies, please let us know if you're in the group chat. Please let us know if we're wrong. Please let us know if we're wrong. We don't want to be wrong. We don't want to violate nobody. But it's like, so so if we're like here, right? And like, <laughs> titties are out, <laughs> panties are down. And we're a missionary. Am I supposed to be like, would you like to have sex? <laughs> Get my LL on? Like, <laughs> do, you, do you think people are really telling people to do that, though? Like, or seriously telling, or is it just talk? Like, people are just saying. I think that's like what the internet wants to say. Like, That's what I'm thinking, bro. Like, I think it just sounds good on the internet. Like, like it, uh, <laughs> I don't know not one person. I don't know one person that would just stop natural, like, movement or... You know that natural feeling or vibe to say, "Do you want to have sex?" Right. I will say it was um it was one person not so long ago. I did ask her if I could kiss her because I felt the vibes were there. She was laying on my chest, but I just like I don't know. I didn't um I didn't feel like I had to, but I was like, let me just say this out loud because she she didn't make a move on me even though she's on me. Mm-hmm. And we've never done this before. Let me say this out loud. Is that like male ego? Like maybe, like right. you think like it might be male ego or like some kind of weird shit like where we don't ask because we might not want to get turned down or we might or we might not think that this person might not want to have sex at that certain point? I think it's all in context. Like. I think I don't think it's male ego just to not want to ask. I think you, most most men don't ask because we feel a vibe, and we go for it. But I think if 
dude is getting that vibe, and he chooses to ignore it. That, there's, that is such a thing. Like, a lot of dudes get, a, like, a resistant vibe, but because she didn't verbally say no, a lot of dudes would just go harder because they don't want to be rejected and kind of put somebody in a position where... They have to. Yeah, basically. They would have to physically remove them off of them or physically push them away and say no. And that would be the only no they would take. Because I, I, I just find it hard to believe that, like, there's a man out there. Maybe this is true for some people who didn't have good upbringing. But it's hard to believe that a man is out there that just doesn't know how to read the signs from a woman's body, like, that's been dating for a while. Like, you just can't see none of the signs. Like, she, she's not really down with us, even if she's not saying no. <laughs> I mean, apparently this dude's out here. Cause you might be a dirtbag. I ain't nothing. <laughs> Teresa, I like that you both respect boundaries. Of course, Ryan. We want to respect all the boundaries. But we also want to know, like you said, if we're wrong for what we say. Yeah, like, I mean, because, I mean, we, we 30, like, you know. <laughs> we could be out of touch. We could be, I but mean, I just don't this, see. I mean, this is the age where you start falling out of touch and shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is that you time. start getting disinterested yeah. on all shit going on on social media. Like, um. Jones would be making me laugh. Sometimes when people be ranting on Facebook yeah. about somebody, he'd be like, man, what the fuck y'all mad about now? That's what the, the title came up. <laughs> That's what it feels like. I do think there's a transfer of energy or nonverbal communication like body gestures, gestures um, that invites him over. I can deal with that. But if you see any resistance, you should be like, yep, look. Yeah, he was saying. Uh, what, what did he? How did he say it? He said that digital communication. He said our digital minds can't um, function with analog reality. Is what he was saying, and that's part of what I always felt like. Like as far as on the internet, people say you should ask for blatant consent at all times. Yeah. Um, but in the analog reality, I just like I said, I just don't know. Anybody who's doing I that. No, bro. Like, even I've been with activists who speak on that regularly, and I've never heard them say that to me or with their past partners. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Look around everybody. So, I mean, what, you, what, what was um? It was one thing he said as far as. Oh, oh yeah. This nigga got bullet points like you do. <laughs> do you think. Um, we should like just even if we are told that we're not doing it wrong, we should just be start like verbally asking for consent. Why are you looking at me like that? Nigga, no. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, know. in in a in a perfect world, I guess, but that's just weird. And I'm a, and I ain't got no basis other than it's weird. So sue me if I'm behind the times. Sorry, he said it's better safe than sorry. I, I, I agree. I think. I mean, I think anybody would say it's better safe than sorry, but if there's any question in your mind, just ask. How about that? Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I agree. <laughs> I fully agree, but like, niggas, me though. Okay. <laughs> Show over. We cut the lights off. Niggas, me though. So <laughs> I'm sauced up. I don't know. I don't know who could refuse. I don't know why she would say no. <laughs> The lips alone. <laughs> that's for I'm not. That's for, that's the reason I'm not asking. Y'all, please do your best. <laughs> will insults in the comment section. <laughs> Feel free to let it fly. Uh, yeah, please. Uh, you you know how them Instagram shits be or them Twitch shits be? When niggas say, uh, when niggas be like, give me a whole bunch of poop emojis. Oh, that's <laughs> what I was trying <laughs> to make. Flood the chat. Charlamagne <laughs> 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 be making people go to people's Instagram pages and flood it with <laughs> poop emojis. <laughs> 
that's that's the nigga that need to be listening to this shit the most. Was Charlemagne? That's yeah, yeah, Char- yeah. Charlemagne need to be on the other side. <laughs> Do you think Charlemagne is as bad as he used to be? I feel like no. I think this nigga's nowhere near as bad as he used to be. I see people still tearing Charlemagne apart, and then I, th- I feel like there's a lot of people who just don't watch him or don't. I think to the show. that honestly, I think that Charlemagne is a nigga from South Carolina <laughs> that was poorly educated on a lot of shit. Back no, in absolutely, the day. he's done some fucked up things in the past. Yeah, so like, I mean, I guess you gotta judge him in some regards, but like, don't like make it seem like he hasn't changed. He's that same nigga. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's. If y'all see how this man, like, I remember, especially on Valentine's Day, he used to be ruthless on single woman on Valentine's Day. Oh, bro, he was funny as shit this past one, though. This one was funny, yeah. <laughs> he was still making fun of, like, women, but it was just, like, in a playful manner. Like, in the past, it's been, like, damn near hateful. He was shaming women? He was shaming women for being single on Valentine's. Like, it was crazy. You hear it? Like, I mean, I don't remember specifically. His misogyny just felt like home to you. You just. <laughs> I bask in it. <laughs> I'd be rolling around in it. It's the most entertaining form of comedy. Terrible, bro. <laughs> um, terrible. Nah, man. But so what was he saying? Like, you're a woman. You got a vagina. You should not. do He was like um, clowning a woman for. Basically, he was like, if if you're not with somebody, then you're undesirable. Like, if you're at a certain age. Damn. It was just gross, bro. Um, basically, yeah, that's what he's saying. Like, if you're at a certain age, you're not with nobody. It's not by choice. And the woman who said it by. Single by choices, just lying to themselves. Just gross shit. Just, just Charlemagne gross shit. Strange <laughs> that Charlemagne's a rapist. I agree that he has done terrible things in the past. He's done things questionable. I think, I think he he's done questionable things. I don't, I don't know about flat out rapists, but from what I heard, I feel like he did. Well, me and Mike were always different on this. We one. were always different on that. I feel like he did, but at the end of the day, I don't know what you can do at this point. Oh, so now he's a born rapist. Now he's born rapism. That's how niggas gonna come after me. It might. Uh, Jordan's here. Hey, Jordan. Oh, hey, Jordan. No, How's it going? Don't say hey to Jordan. Wow. I wanted to ask you uh, what you think about his um whole thing about believing victims. Michael Eric Dyson. You remember that part? Oh, man. What did he say here again? He was like, we got to take into consideration what victims are saying, like the accusations that are coming out. And I'm um, here the thing they're saying and like, you know, do our due diligence to see what happened. But. We can't be believing victims like off top um, just because they accuse somebody of something. We can't just automatically take their side because he said that was dangerous, basically. Yeah, that is. Like, so, like, a good friend of ours, uh, I, don't know, I hope she's in here. I hope she comes in anyway. Um, Stacy, um, mm-hmm. who always just comes in here and just rips us apart. Oh, bro, she's just all for believing the victim. Shit. <laughs> well, not rip. only that, bro, but she said one thing before. She said um, if somebody has a rape alloc- um, accusation, She's from that point forward pretty much believes they did something wrong. They might have might not have actually like raped a person, but they did something wrong to be accused of rape in the first place. And I think Ben has a similar belief. Even if somebody's out to for gain, I mean, like there's actual possible gain. Like if if it's a le- celebrity or some shit like that. They said like the the Mary Allen. There wasn't any nuance to what they said. That the mere accusation itself means they did something. Because like, I know Ben, I hope it comes in so we can put his words in better context. But he was like, I've never been accused of rape. Like, I've never put myself yeah. in a, you know, you remember this conversation? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and I was just like, have you ever been accused of rape? <laughs> he was, yeah. <laughs> nigga, was, the nigga said it's not hard not to get accused of rape. Like, <laughs> I get what he's saying. But I'm also not a, you know, millionaire, a billionaire. You know what yeah. I'm saying? There's a lot of different things, mm-hmm. you know. 
So, Mike Aaron wants to shout out. Hey, shout out to Aaron, my niece. Hey, Aaron, where's she at? Get her to type. We don't want to talk to you, Brian. Yeah, nobody <laughs> wants to be there. Um, <laughs> no, nah, bro, I don't think you can believe. I don't think you should just straight up believe the victims in general. You should definitely take in what they say yeah. um, and try and get the facts. You know what I mean? Because that's that dumb shit, bro. Like, you hear about these cases of, uh, what was it, the dude that, uh, it was some nigga in, in high school that had, like, a bunch of scholarships and places. Mm-hmm. And this white girl lied on him and said he raped her. Said he raped her. And uh, that shit wasn't true. And it, it got proven years later that it wasn't true. Oh, it was the dude that went to jail and everything? Yeah, he went to jail for like five years and shit. I know you're talking Niggas about. Nigga's life was ruined. I can't remember his name. But, I know exactly what you're talking about. you know, I think it's... And there was a trial and shit, so I can't, you know, I can't uh, say that's... Say that's exactly what I'm talking about. But that's just an example of showing, like, how you can't just straight up jump on believing the, the shit that you hear. Um... Mm-hmm. I think we do do a pro as a society. I think we do sometimes not believe women enough or not believe the victims enough. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's all, I I feel like a lot of times we cast a shadow of doubt on everybody, even after the fact. That's what I'm saying. So that's like ties into what Stacey and I was saying. Like, it feels like once you got this accusation on you, it's like, no matter what, even if you get cleared, I've only seen one celebrity, and he, maybe because he's not super huge, but like Freddie Gibbs, one of my favorite rappers, I'm yeah. sure one of yours too, got accused of rape. And I was like, Lord Jesus, don't let it be true. Please don't let it be true. I love Freddie. Please no. And he got cleared, and it was just like blatant evidence that it was like this woman trying to get some money. Mm-hmm. And um, I haven't seen his, his you know reputation get tarnished. But he's not super huge. But that's like the one rapper yeah. I've seen go like unscathed. Well, not... I guess you could put CeeLo in there too, even though CeeLo might be. I think CeeLo did. I think CeeLo did that shit. CeeLo did that shit. <laughs> but he's another one. I don't know, man. I think um, Shereen said, I don't believe everyone accused, accused is guilty. I met a girl at my job who said she would accuse a man of rape after he robbed her to get him locked up. That's kind of crazy. Jesus. <laughs> crazy for real. <laughs> she actually women get charged with lying like that, do they? I don't think they do. You should. I think because it'll be falsifying a police report at least, right? All that, all that obstruction of justice, all kinds of shit. But I don't know. I, I don't think, think that white lady who said Emma Till did all that shit to her. Oh, yeah. ain't nothing happened to that motherfucker. I mean, she just did. She said that shit right before she died. That was a little punk shit right that, there. Like, you could have kept that shit to yourself. <laughs> like, by the way, that's some shit we already knew, motherfucker. That's crazy, bro. That's <laughs> um. I'm sure there's other cases where people have been prosecuted, but, you know, DNA testing doesn't, at least it didn't used to happen all the time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't know what the procedure is now, but I hope DNA testing is always done. I pray so. Yeah. I pray like full investigations happen every time. <clears throat> yeah. And all all victims, period, not just women that this happens to get validated. Yeah. Um, at the same time, man, we're just going to wait. Same thing with... Just like police shootings and stuff like that. I'm, I'll be waiting for facts, man. I'm tired of... I mean, it happened in a minute, but I'm tired of people just jumping to march as soon as somebody gets shot. I never forget when that dude in North Carolina got shot, and literally people were protesting like less than an hour later. And I was like... Oh, this is the Charlotte shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the nigga was in the wrong? <laughs> yeah. How did you get all the information you needed to start protesting already? Like, how, 
How? And niggas want to jump on the bandwagon. That's why. That's what I'm saying, bro. Um, in speaking with uh, you know, possible false accusations, um, and I'm gonna tie this shit in. I'm gonna try and tie it in. Go ahead, baby. All right. So you got false false accusations. Just just uh, Jesse Smollett, right? <laughs> why you bring Jesse in? We talked about him last time. <laughs> I'm just trying to tie it in, okay? Go ahead. Right, some false accusation. Jesse Smollett, okay? Mm-hmm. Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. You got Chicago, R. Kelly. Real accusation. Where's this going, bro? <laughs> <laughs> then Michael Eric Dyson started talking about R. Kelly being canceled. Uh huh. Cancel culture. <laughs> what the fuck? I got there, baby. <laughs> you could have. <laughs> it could have been so much easier. <laughs> it could have been so much simpler. All right. So anyway, that was a pretty bad transition. Oh boy. Um. I'm sorry, he also. T- <laughs> he also. T- that was pretty. Home with two that was pretty fucking terrible. That was pretty, it just wasn't no two minutes neither. Oh. All right. Uh, damn finger, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gotta hear that shit on the, the damn podcast. That shit is aggravating. Um, so, we, he also talked about cancel culture, specifically with in regards to R. Kelly. Because mm-hmm. he was saying that, you know, everybody's talking about cancel R. Kelly this, cancel R. Kelly that. First, he said, how can you cancel a person anyway? Bro, that was hilarious, bro. He <laughs> said, you can't cancel your bills. You can't, you can't cancel the job you hate. But you can cancel a human being. Yeah. <laughs> so he was saying that shit was dumb and just impossible, mm-hmm. but he was also saying that uh, it's a product of uh, white supremacy. Saying that uh, the marginalized are trying to force enforce the same power that white supremacists do. You know, what do you think about that? It sounded it sounded very much like accurate, like in a lot of ways. <laughs> like when you see, and we can go through the carefully thought out bullet points that I put here. But oh, um, God. <laughs> when you see. How people like silence, purposely try to silence others with opinions who aren't a part of certain groups. Um, like I see statuses like um, if you're a man or if you're cis head or whatever, and you have a, a thought or opinion about such and such, you should probably keep it to yourself because you're probably wrong. You're gonna say something <laughs> hateful and problematic. And like, though I understand where it's coming from, like yeah, ignorance sometimes does come off hateful. Isn't that how people get like educated? By, like ask questions. They don't want you to ask questions because they only want their opinion to be. So you get to like like at this point, people just want their opinion to be law, to be law validated, yeah. repeated, yeah, <laughs> retweeted, retweeted. They want to be that retweet with a thousand something shares, <laughs> and then it gets like subtweet saying like this in all caps. <laughs> I'm here for this. I'm here for it. <laughs> Story said, I think the parents are just as bad, guilty as R. Kelly. Um, I, I think some some of those parents knew what they were getting into. It you seemed they, like some you think of, they were new? new? I think the parents, This I can't speak for all the parents. I think in the early years, there, there were parents that, you know, let their daughter go with R. Kelly and go to the studio because they saw, like, R. Kelly, this is a huge opportunity for my daughter. Yeah. The later years, uh, like if you know these things about R. Kelly, I can't, I can't vouch for you on that. Shit. Maybe you didn't believe him. Maybe. I guess. I mean, even if you didn't believe him, I ain't letting. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like, okay, well, I'm not gonna believe him, but 
Uh-huh. I mean, you gotta, you, I mean, you gotta play the odds. Like, that's what I, <laughs> I mean. I don't know, man. Trey said, "How did they know? How did who know? Oh, how did they not know? I'm sorry. The parents. Yeah, um, I'm talking about when he was like, when he was early in his career. I think. I mean, I guess you could look at the elite situation, but the way people just like that shit got swept under the rug. There yeah. was no, there was no internet. You couldn't fact check shit like this. You couldn't fact check things. Yeah, he could present whatever he wanted." Um, I mean, like I said, the mere thought of, and I don't think a lot of people knew that he wrote songs like "Ain't Ain't Nothing But a Number." Yeah, I don't think people actually knew that. Looking back on it now, that nigga nasty for being in that background. That's "Ain't Ain't Nothing But a Number" is creepy as fuck. That nigga nasty. This nigga wrote a song for an underage girl <laughs> to be like approaching a, a, a older man, and the nigga in the background, undercover, fucking weird, bro. That nigga nasty, bro, and he going down. That's crazy. Him and Jesse. Both of them niggas going down. What you keep breaking? What you got against Jesse, man? Well, I'm. <laughs> what Jesse did to you? It's funny because they was at the same jail. Did you see the picture? Did they, really? I thought that was bro, just a meme. Bro, it was so funny because, like, you saw R. Kelly shit and he was posted up like this. Uh, and it was a little notch in the brick. Oh. <laughs> I thought somebody photoshopped that shit. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but that shit look real as shit. <laughs> niggas is creative. I don't believe nothing. I don't believe anything. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! <laughs> but with the um cancel culture, uh, Trey said Jesse just is dumb. Um, like we said, people not allowing people to have like other opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, activists, you made a really good point. Activists not allowing other activists to practice different forms of resistance. Like people at like Michael, um, Michael, Malcolm X and MLK was like on complete good terms back in the day. Malcolm X used to like talk shit about. MLK all the time, yeah, and how his he, how he was. Um, it's just different ways. I mean, what's your opinion? You think so? You're saying sixty years later we learn how much or nothing? No, I'm not saying <laughs> <laughs> like we still doing the same shit. I'm not Sorry, saying what is that. Fifty years later, I'm saying like I didn't see I didn't see Malcolm X necessarily like discrediting MLK back in the day, but like he was like, I don't think your ways are effective. Uh, and this is like early, you know, Malcolm before he, you know, he, you know, changed his ways and stuff. Um, I don't see the same thing like here. Like as soon as somebody doesn't align with like a certain groups, like ways of resistance or revolution, I just see them try to discredit them. I see them try to like silence them in a lot of ways. Um, just no form of like, okay, y'all do that, we are gonna do this, and we as long as we working all towards, working towards the same goal, maybe it'll come together at the end. Yeah, I don't see that in a lot of times with these certain groups. I don't care. (laughs) You don't care about... Well, no, because it's like, man, it gets frustrating, like, seeing people be so negative, and they have the same exact damn goal. Like, it's just dumb. We'll see. We'll see. I think think some people don't have the same goal. I think a lot of movements are created because they have their own agendas. And I think they want to, and this goes back to what Michael was saying, be in a position that white white supremacy is in. Mm-hmm. I don't think they so much want like equality as they want to be the dominant voices. They want to be the leaders of everything. They want to tell everybody else what to do. And that's exactly why like you can't, I, I feel like, it. I don't know about this day and age, but I don't think it's a good idea in general to just align yourself with one specific group, whether it be Black Lives Matter or... Mm-hmm. It'd be, um, you know, whatever, because the shit, like, it, it, 
in in doing your thing with these certain groups, mm-hmm. uh, these groups sometimes pitch these messages to where it extinguishes other groups' messages. Or That's what I'm you know what I mean? So yeah. I don't think it's a good idea to join those things. You know, Easy. I think it's a good idea to support the the messages that they have. Right. Just not necessarily align yourself with the the specific way they they do things. Or you ain't got to wear the label. Just do the work. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, you could be right. I've never thought about it critically like that, but I mean, that, that does seem right, you know, um, that they would be trying to, I mean, is, is, are we that like blind to what we're, all, <laughs> to what we're doing? Like you, do you think like these groups don't know what they're doing? I don't know. People know exactly what they're doing. Like, well, I, I, I'm saying, do you think they consciously know that the behavior that they're exhibiting is parallel to, to how white supremacy power. operates. Oh, oh, no. Nah. I think it's the same way, like, when you have, like, take for instance, hoteps and shit, like, um, saying that they're tired of white men or white people marginalizing us, um, compartmentalizing us, putting us in certain, like, putting labels on us and looking at us in one way, and then they turn around and do the same thing to, like, black women and shit. Yeah. I don't think they don't have any idea that they're doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> they just got their own intent in mind. I think it's the same way. Um, no, I don't think they're conscious of it. I think they, they because they think they're right, and they're fighting the right fight for the little people, like, what they're doing is um, necessary. And if it means, I think they want to see, like, you have people who literally want to see the whole system destroyed and rebuilt. Like we got friends that say stuff like that, like um, which I don't completely disagree with, but they say like there's no fixing the government. This is completely destroying it and then starting anew. I don't think that's completely wrong, but I don't think it's realistic. Oh, I mean, I think everyone. Yeah, I I would hope that even though they believe that, I hope they know it's not realistic. But see, if you don't believe that, then why would you only pitch that as the only (laughs) alternative? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like that's the only thing to do. Like, I mean, are you? But are they doing? I mean, is it is it one of those things where like, you know, we talk about people just being mad on the internet, and just oh no, I've seen I heard people say this in real life. No, I get that, but I'm just saying like, but is it one of those things where like they're just talking? About I'm gonna say something. Yeah, yeah. But then I'm gonna not actively work towards. <laughs> I'm gonna right. not actively work towards accomplishing it. Um, the people I'm talking about, I see them doing work. I don't know to tear down the government. <laughs> Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like it's like something like that. It's like very obvious. Like it's very right. blatant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to work to tear down the government. Because if, <laughs> if you want to do that, you can band together people who. Can I, don't know how, to do I don't know how good that shit gonna work out. For That's you. what I'm saying. But you would make an effort to do this shit, though. No, I see what you're saying. Like if you were about that life, <laughs> you would get. You would find people with. You about same, that anarchy life? Go for it. You about that anarchy life? You would find people, and like I said, y'all might fail. <clears throat> But, like, I mean, you would die by blood. And that's another thing. All these, like, revolutionaries we have. Like, are they really revolutionaries? Like, you think... How many black people you know are willing to die for prison reform, for reparations? I don't know too many niggas (laughs) willing to donate for that shit. (laughs) Bro, like, lay down your Retweet like hell. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) It's um, it's revolution, <laughs> baby's first revolution. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you, oh, you, you want me to walk? <laughs> oh shit, no. Daddy said that um, people get caught up in the crown instead of the thinking. 
I think oh, and, yeah. so that ties into like you just getting like the notoriety, you get yeah. the retweets, reposts. You becoming the, the powerful one. I think that's what people look at as power. Me and Jones had that debate the other night about what defines a platform. And I said people, a lot of people, like too many people have access to platforms now. Like you can literally post a bunch of shit that sounds right on Instagram and sounds clever and might be just what people want to hear and get like 50, 100,000 followers. And you got a whole, like you got a whole platform of followers. Um, Where did y'all fall on it? I think he understood what I was trying to say because he was like, that's just not a platform. Like, leaders back in the day had platforms. Like, Malcolm X had a platform. You know, all these great black leaders had platforms. What these niggas doing now is like bullshit. And yeah. I, said, I said, I'm not saying it's not for the wrong reasons, but it's still a platform. Yeah. Like, it's not, you can't just say that these people have no I think, I think a platform is anything that provides reach to right. people outside of your circle. Right. You know what I mean? So, once he realized what I was saying, he, you know, he agreed and stuff. But, yeah. But that's the thing, like Thaddeus has said, man. People just want to get that the crown. <laughs> they want to get that crown, bro. <laughs> but it's like, bro, how many of y'all really to die for this shit, man? Like, Nobody. <laughs> do you think we actually like hella spoiled as black people here in America? Uh, as many as much bullshit as we got to put on. I'm, I'm not gonna. Say, I'm not gonna say just black people. I think everybody in America is pretty spoiled. I'm, I'm saying black people because the narrative is we got to fight for our lives every day. We could get killed at any moment. I don't think we do. You don't think we... I don't think we have to fight for our lives every day. I don't think we can get killed at any moment. Mm. Um, that's some that's some negative-ass thinking for no reason. I, I think the things we have to fight for is, uh, like, economic empowerment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't... I don't spoiled, yes. Spoiled, yes, we are. Mm. Because we've gotten to a point where, like, we have no real direction as to how to progress. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and I think we've become okay with it because this culture has taught us, uh, America has taught us that <clears throat> advancement is done by the individual, not the group. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so as, as a whole, if we're talking about as a whole, yes, black people are spoiled because we think that if I come up if I get my family wealthy, if I get my family rich, then I have done my job. You know what I mean? Hmm. I have done what I'm supposed to do. So in that regard, I think we're spoiled because we don't have the correct vision as to how to progress all of us for the better. You don't think that it's getting better though? Like as far as like the surge of like entrepreneurship and supporting black businesses, supporting one another, um, celebrating one another a lot on social media. I think it's a lot. Of, I'm not gonna lie, some of it's superficial. Yeah, like a lot. In my opinion, <laughs> a lot of it's superficial. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I mean, yeah, you're right. Like we are doing better, mm-hmm. but at the same time, yeah, I still think we're spoiled. We still have a lot of work to do sure. on uh, seeing the reality of our actual position, right? As a culture, as a people. I agree with that. You know what I mean. So, wanted to see what that is was saying. You won't believe the cyber war going on on YouTube about the black community. People like Tommy Sudemeyer and oh. Paris Milan. Who was that? Paris? That's the black dude on CNN? Or the black dude oh, on Oh, yeah. Google? Paris. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Okay. Um, warring about stereotypes on blacks. We should talk about it sometime. I would love to. Daddy. Uh, oh, that's, was that? No, that was Serene. I'm sorry, Serene. Yeah, absolutely. Daddy says he, we're not spoiled, but if we really want to change, we should revolt. Um, like during the forming of this country. 
I, I think you would have to say we're spoiled because, <clears throat> like, spoiled. Uh, the, some of the symptoms of being spoiled are like complacency, mm. you know, uh, lack of lack of drive, this, mm. that, and the third. So if we were talking about our people as a whole, I think that yeah, we do have like these these things. You know what I mean? That's very much true. You know, so not individually. There are some people who are just killing it individually. You know what I mean? Mm. But as a whole. Like, we, we trash for the most part. I don't know if we trash. <laughs> Golly. All right, I took it to the extreme, man. We're not trash, but we got a lot of work to do. We got plenty to do, man. I was definitely in trash, <laughs> um, All right, we got we got other shit to talk about. Yeah, we got I'm sorry, y'all. We get back to these comments, but we're trying to get as um, much in the show as possible. I, I thought of the sex work thing, and I can't even remember where it stemmed from. I just said it to you the other night. Kamala Harris um, saying that she's down for legalizing it. Oh, Robert um, Kraft. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So your boy Robert Kraft get locked up for getting uh, happy endings <laughs> at the day spa down in Florida. Mind you, this shit was the same day the damn AFC title game was. <laughs> My nigga said he had to crack one off. <laughs> My man said he had to crack one off. He I mean, was I stressed. Get, I get stressed. I get these knots on my back and my dick, yeah. bro. Only, only tip two hundred dollars. Damn, Robert Kraft, man. You ain't sit, bro. You Robert Kraft, bro. You ain't sit for that. She got all your curded seed all over her hand. You're probably uncircumcised. Ugh, bro. <laughs> why you? Why you? Why you imagining? You, bro. You started this shit off. <laughs> Stop. Anyways, um, <clears throat> so with that, uh, him being caught, uh, Kamala Harris saying that she would think about, uh, you know, uh. Laws for sex workers and things like that, and mm-hmm. how we should we should proceed. And also, I listen to horrible decisions a good bit. I don't know if you ever catch it, but I try to once in a while. They're they're advocates for uh, legalization of sex work mm-hmm. uh, in different forms. Would it be better for this country or worse for this country if it was legal everywhere? Because you know it's legal in um, like Nevada, Nevada, yeah. You, um. How would you feel about it? Like, let's say you got kids and sex work was a thing. I don't know if having kids would affect you like that, but. I doubt it. I don't. There's so many pros and cons, bro. All right, what do you think of the pros? I mean, sex. buzzing nuts, baby. I'm all for people doing what they want to do with their bodies. First and foremost, I do not like the government being involved with how people do, do with their bodies. That's why I'm, you know, pro- Choice, all that good stuff. So, um, just like that whole thing in itself, and also, um, just destigmatizing paying for sex. Period. Um, you don't think there's a problem with it? I don't. What's really? <laughs> it's like, what is the problem? <laughs> I don't. Just a thing. Like, I've never gotten a prostitute, but as like a man pursuing woman, nine times out of ten, I've treated her to something. You know, to start a relationship. I'll pay for something. Like, I'll put in effort to, you know, genuinely so. Like, I really want to be with you, so I'm going to take you on a worthwhile date. So what you're saying is all the women you've had sex with, you paid them. <laughs> what I'm saying is, shut up. What you're saying is you what paid I'm for this thing. Every man has paid for, not for sex per se, but for the opening of a relationship where sex is most likely the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, like, no, what I you it. not? You I know get it, like, I get it, I get it. That's just a normal thing. So, like, I mean, if somebody just want, doesn't want any ties and just wants to pay for intercourse, like, what? I don't. 
surface level, I don't see the big deal with that. But I mean, the pro, there are there are cons. But what what do you feel are the pros yourself? Okay, uh, pros. It'll be more people having sex, or more more people having sex. Um, so it could, you know, be a stress reliever for motherfuckers. That <laughs> don't a stress reliever. Yeah. <laughs> a stress reliever. Uh, no. Okay. So one of the main things is, I think it provides income to uh, people who have poor education. Mm. Which is a, which sounds weird, but it's these more so women in these poor environments that don't have uh, access to certain forms of uh, income. You know what I mean? Whether it be poor education or whatever. All right, come back to that because I got a question for that one. Okay, all right. Um, also, another pro is if it is legal, there would be protections in place for women. Uh, like you had uh, Backpage took off the 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 part that sex workers used to operate in. Mm. I, I can't remember what the section was. It was either classifieds or something. I can't remember what the shit was. Mm-hmm. But um, they took that down. And on horrible decisions, they've said that there are, like, it, it made it more dangerous for women. Why? Because I guess, like, there wasn't this, I guess, place to put yourself out there. So you were going back to the streets. Oh, so you have better vetting... Um, abilities. I, I guess yeah. so, yeah. But also, you're not you're not out there in the streets. Okay. You know, in general, um, you know, and also, yeah, of course, like these women would be taking control of their bodies. You know, which yeah. is which is always you know a good thing. That's what I'm saying. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I think the the pros are out there. The cons, I think, uh, is health. You know what I mean? I think that's a big concern. Because if you got women out here or men, I ain't gonna just say women. That's that's what that is said. Men and sex workers too. Absolutely, yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, right. they are. Um, you know, men or women out here being nasty with their bodies, not cleaning themselves, not using protection. Hmm. Just that and the third. I don't know why you would. Seeing as how that's your job, but it's I think that's gonna happen. It's motherfuckers that don't wear safety vests when they should either. So. I, so you feel like it's gonna be like an increase of like abortions and stuff? No, I don't. I don't know. I, I think it would be. I think it'll be people out there who make a mistake and possibly get caught with something and they don't let that stop their income. So let's say somehow mm-hmm. somebody catches chlamydia or somebody catches herpes, mm-hmm. you know, I think they would, they they could possibly not stop. I think they like you wouldn't. So would that mean that we have to have more <coughs> access to like, Treatment centers for like you know STDs and would they go? I mean like so that's a problem like that's, yeah like that's a real problem. Well, I think if it was legal, I'm, I would hope they would be like I, I would I hope that there's in. like some kind of register like you got to go in every two days to get yourself checked or something like that. So that's a whole system you got to create. That is a whole system. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a whole system you got to create. And then let alone like I mean if you gonna keep people safe out here, you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. But that, but that protects mm. the client also if you institute something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, as a whole, I think sex work it should be legal. Um, it should be very protected, though. It should be not protected, but it should be policed, I guess. Policed by who? The government, whatever, you know what I mean? Like It just, it just needs to have like certain things in place mm. to make it run properly, smoothly, and safely for all parties involved. See, I'm wondering how the government, like, manage that shit. Like, 
Didn't they used to say like putting the government like said involved with like well people, I would people's bodies. <coughs> yeah, you're right. You know and maybe there just needs to be some kind of association for it, like just like you got you know these motherfuckers ain't shit. The NCAA for college athletes, mm. you know, um, or like a union almost. You know what I mean? Mm. That protects the the workers and the the people involved because because the health risk could be astronomical, right? You know what I mean? Right. Um. So that's a huge thing. That is it. Has already one created. Oh, let me know about it because I don't know. I ain't, I ain't never heard of it. Gaming Authority is that the name of it? Oh, so, oh, so they do it through Gaming Authority in Nevada? I didn't know that. That's what I'm wondering. If that is, you can clear that up. That might be what he's saying. Um, so the point you made earlier about um, it would help out the you know low income people who feel like they got to turn to sex workers. Mm-hmm. Should the mindset be like the government should create more opportunities and jobs and resources for people who are low income? Yeah, of course, like, so that, of course. So, but should that be the focus instead of making sex work legal? I'm not. So you, I'm not saying that the government shouldn't do their fucking job. Right. I'm saying that since the government isn't doing their job, but would they this use this as a way avenue. to not do it? Continue not doing their job. Would they? Would that be? They don't need no excuse to not do their job. <laughs> but should we be demanding that more? Should we unify and demand that more than just being like, "Yo, just give us this sex work." You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you, you're talking about you're talking about doing the right thing. Like, I, mean, I can't deny that the government should do their shit. You know what I mean? Right. But it's just some. <clears throat> the reality is that some places ain't gonna have shit. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, some places just ain't gonna have resources. Which is so that's what I'm saying. So that comes to I mean, like I mean, like how long you gonna advocate for? I mean, of course you advocate till forever for more resources, right? Yeah, but the, I think the goal is to be more build momentum, be more more unified, so things start getting done like they have been getting done. Like I think the goal should be like, yo, this is gonna be around forever. So it's just like say fuck it. And find another solution like sex work to be legalized. I, I, I hope they wouldn't think like that. I'm one of that. Was, like that's that some negative ass thinking. Like we can't give you books, so we will give you the opportunity for sex work at 18. <laughs> that's, like, what what what? that's what people are wondering. That was just like reading around different people's opinion on that. That shit sounds corrupt as hell. It does. And like I, I would. Uh, it, I don't know. I don't know how to respond to that because. That should never be like a line of thinking. I don't even know why people would think like that. Like I don't. I guess it's like I don't know why you think the government that would choose that as an alternative to providing what it should provide. Like, is that how people believe the government operates? I think that's what people are worried about. That's what, like I said, just reading around. That's what people are saying. Like, shouldn't we be just focused? Be focused on demanding the government actually actually give us access to better jobs, better money. Better living situation, da 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 da. Instead of just saying like, give us sex work legally, and we'll make that work for whatever we're trying to do financially. That just sounds dumb to me, and I don't know how else to describe it, because like I don't know how you jump from. I don't know how you make that connection. Like, okay, the government won't provide us resources. Mm-hmm. But they will provide a sex work. Like, I don't see how those two correlate. They're saying that, like I said, like if I can't get a good job, even though I'm telling the government, like, yo, like this whole minimum wage shit is actually like 
in unethical completely. I'm demanding like minimum wage be just dismissed. Y'all give us, you know, adequate adequate living wages. And the government just says, well, how about sex work? Like we just legalize sex work. If you can't get if you can't get what you've been demanding all this time, which is a you know a livable wage, but you now you see like sex work is legal, you become complicit. It's what seems to be the, the mindset. You'd be complicit and be like, all right, well, I guess I'll just do this shit, and I'll stop fighting for this other thing that I actually wanted up to begin. Isn't that on the people? It is on the people. That's what people are saying. Like, wouldn't that be so? You be worse so in our favor if we voted for that, basically. Don't develop that mindset. Like, I think that people were saying that wouldn't do that, but I'm saying like they're saying that the masses would be like because it make it make the masses complicit is what it seems like, and that's on, that's on them. You see what you're saying? It's on them to have the right mindset, but they're saying it would just be a step backwards for <clears throat> people dealing with that kind of situation. I'm. <laughs> Will's like. Bro, like, I don't, Stay focused. What the fuck you want, man? <laughs> okay, so you want women to fully be you, you. You want women in full control of their bodies, and you want all this other shit. But at the same time, you don't want sex work legal because you don't want people to be complicit in having sex work as a means of income because you think they'll stop thinking about the resource. Like it's just, it, so if you if if, <laughs> if there I'm was a woman if, if, if there was a woman that it was involved in sex work. Mm-hmm. You think she'd be like, okay, well, I got this. I don't need nothing else. I think there'd be people like that. I would hope the masses wouldn't be like that. But there's definitely there's people like that now when it comes to like drug dealing or any type of legal shit they're doing. But like as the as the the whole, like you think people would just be like, okay, we got sex work, so we good. I now. don't know. I don't know. To be honest with you, I, don't, I would like to think not, but I don't. I honestly don't know. I don't know. Y'all motherfuckers blow my mind, bro. I, 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 and granted, I was reading from like a one of the sites was super conservative, and um, they wasn't on the whole like complete liberation of woman's body shit. Like they were just like sex work would just open the floodgates for sin. <laughs> they didn't say sin, but they might as well have. Um, one of the points I somewhat got was um, they were like it would open the gates for like people vouching for like stuff perverted things like pedophilia. Which I kind of saw with the trans movement, people using like you know, pedophiles. The the thought process of a pedophile, they're comparing it to trans people in that if a person is born attracted to kids, that's not something they can change. So we should accept no, this. I mean, I kind of believe that. I believe if, that if too. a person is born attracted to kids, you just don't have sex. I mean, I would hope you're attracted to adults. That's well. I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if yeah. you are literally born that way, right? Then you just don't act on your impulses. So I agree, and I haven't heard anybody saying they should act on. They, I haven't heard anybody say that these people should be allowed to molest kids, but they were like, "We should understand them. We should help." That's them. some old left left wing bullshit. It felt like it felt like the beginning stages of like, "Yo, we're gonna start accepting pedophiles." Like, nigga, no, because I understand what they were saying. Like, you can't change your mindset. You can't help who you're attracted to. But once we start saying like, it's okay to be attracted <laughs> to kids. It's okay to. <laughs> Welcome to these people. Well, I'm not saying these people shouldn't live lives of some type, but like, it just felt like the the opening stages of we gonna start letting everybody do what they want to do because we can't deny who these person people are. The only thing I've ever accepted uh, in in regards to people uh, destigmatizing um, 
pedophilia is that you can't cure something that people, or you can't help something, you can't, you know, prevent something such as pedophilia if you don't allow the person to be open and honest about it. Yeah. As far as, but you should never act on pedophilia. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. But just the way it was presented, it, yeah, was like, it was like the opening stages. Of, <laughs> it was like the opening stages of we got to accept pedophiles. Well, if we accept them as pedophiles, then they don't they deserve to act on sexual <laughs> urges too? Like, it was like, oh, nigga, nigga, no. <laughs> oh gosh, um, everybody blowing. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all, I know y'all blowing up the chat. <laughs> Golly, I, I love y'all for coming in here. <laughs> um, boy, y'all niggas blow my mind. Boy, I tell you, I don't know, man. Real quick, uh, Rachel said, everyone says love is love. My body is my body. So why can't these practices of prostitution, poly, um, polygamy, and polyamory be legal as well? I mean, I I agree for the most part. I just, like I said, it's just different. And it's also, you got to take an effect. Like, how do you, because Kamala um, also said that she wants to decriminalize sex work because um, she, wants, she does want to criminalize, like, pimps, people who exploit people for sex work. <laughs> but if it's legal... How would you prosecute pimps who are posing as like employers? They they would be employers. I mean, it would just be like a manager or whatever. Like you would give, they they would still be pimps. So that's all I'm saying. So like, if they're still being pimps, they're still exploiting these women. At the same time, like they would have like uh, worker protection laws in place, though. If that is the case, you know what I mean? Yeah, that might be that might be the solution to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think I don't know why the government. Outlaws polygamy. Um, I think it's just um, just laws. It's just Christian based. I think it's Christian based, but also like laws and certain ways that the. I think it's mostly laws. It just works, and that's a fallacious train of thought. I'm not sure what Thaddeus is talking to. Y'all fight with just fight with each other in the chat. Um, we gotta yeah, we gotta keep moving because it's eight thirty. Um. Y'all about to hear a, a white lady come on, oh, on top. We never started a podcast this late in a while. Yeah. Um. All right. So, Angela Wright recently had an interview on the Breakfast Club. Also, um, she was talking about you know politics, all that shit. She usually talks about. And she. <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> well, we run out of this. time. We run out of time. We are. Um. So she said. So she was saying, would it be would it be possible for Black people to, uh, collectively once again collectively work towards accomplishing a nationwide agenda for our community? Whether it be closing rate wage gap, uh, criminal justice reform, reparations, what do you think? I think this kind of ties into, you know, the spoiledness we were talking about earlier. Yeah, I think I feel like it could happen. I feel like, and to clear this up, like it's like, yeah, we have different agendas, we have different movements and everything like that. But could we all, as black people, as a nation, like come together and be like, yo, we want to do so and so within the next year, and we all just hop on board that same thing. We might not have all the same, you know, ways of doing it. But we all work towards the same goal to make it happen. Um, I feel like it could happen. You good. You okay. good. I think we're the way we work louder. Huh? I feel like it could happen. Not sure when exactly, but I see I see black people taking charge of our lives on a whole new level right now. Um, Individually or as a whole? I feel like the wave, it might be people doing their individual things, but there's a wave of black people collectively taking charge of their lives. Whether it be entrepreneurship, uh, you know, activism, um, art, um, being the whole black ASLs, like not restraining, like not being black to a certain limit, 
I feel like historically we have to be black to an extent. I see people being a whole black selves and letting these companies either take it or leave it. And because black is like popping right now, these companies are taking it. Um, I feel like it could happen. I'm not sure when exactly, but I think it could happen very soon. Like, and this, this is already movement's already started. Like, I was thinking about Van Latham's um, reform movement. Mm-hmm. That's something we could all just jump on right now. What is it? It's a whole prison reform movement he's doing with like Meat Mill and all them. Um, okay, I know about the Meat Mill thing. I, I think that's the same thing. I might be wrong, but I know Van Latham has this whole prison reform movement going on right now where they're actually trying to get it done. And I see a lot of politicians like Kamala. Um, saying like, yo, this is the move. I feel like that's one thing that people could just hop on and just make happen and demand it and like withhold our, you know, art, resources, all that stuff until it happens. Okay, so let me ask you this. Okay, so um, recently, I guess, at least since about 2008, uh, the homosexual community, LGBTQI, all that other stuff, has like really advanced as a whole. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Do you think black people should, I guess, kind of look to what they've done or take pointers of what they've done so we could move forward together like it seems like they have? Um, see, that's a hard question because, like, I mean, black people are part of that movement. So it's like... Some black people. There's a lot of black people part of that There's a lot of black <laughs> LGBTQI people. Not around this Bible belt. <laughs> maybe not around... <laughs> or maybe not openly around here, but they, they out yeah. here. Um... I mean, yeah. It's like what is like what aren't we doing as far as mobilizing, strategically planning mm-hmm. that the homosexual or LGBTQIA and other stuff did? I think what we're doing specifically is just not being complicit, like you said, being complicit in a lot of ways, being super comfortable, out for individual wins, all those good things. But I will say, as far as the LGBTQIA community. Um, although there are you know, colored members of that group, white people also largely advocate for that group. And I think major change happens in America when white people are affected. So I think that's the main thing they had going for them <laughs> in that whole movement getting traction. I think whenever it's a white issue, it becomes a USA issue. So how do we make? I think we just got a black shit a white issue. <laughs> I don't think the I don't think that should be the goal. I think we should just decide black issues are black issues. If we want it to happen, we got to make it happen. So we got to, like I said, divulge, invest, um, put our time, energy, and money into raising the black community. Like, we just have to do it for real, not on the internet, um, not in conversation. It's going to take some, like, actual, like, suffering of some type. Ooh. Like, (laughs) you're going to take some actual, yo, we got to stop giving our money to this, this, and this. Um, We got to go without so-and-so and such-and-such. And put, especially with black-owned businesses, I think we got to be like, yo, instead of going to Walmart, you know, this, this this grocery store ain't got everything I, you know, usually get, but it's got everything I need. Yeah. I need to put all my money in here. You got to do that on an everyday basis. That's difficult. It's difficult. Like, it's, it's going to take it's gonna take some sleeping on the park bench, like Killer Mike and shit. On a side note, uh, if you have seen Killer Mike's thing, or you do want to support uh, black business exclusively, Please go to webuyblack.com. Yes, do that. Uh, it's a good resource. It's kind of Amazon. It's like the Amazon of black people. It is. It's beautiful. Um, they got a lot of different uh, products. Uh, they also got a few resources on there that you can go to um, as far as investing. Well, not investing, but um, purchasing from uh, black-owned businesses. So. Matter of fact, save it in your bookmarks. Just think, like, every time you need something, like, think, yo, can I get this from We Buy Black? 
And just look it up. That's a real change in mentality. Like, real change in the way you think. I think that's the way we get ahead, you know. Just think for like a split second. Can I get this from a black person? Let me see. Where, where did this come from? Where did this come from, young brother? Bro, this came from the African shop down the street. The African shop? Yeah, bro. South, um, Phoenix Paul. Phoenix Paul. <laughs> Phoenix Paul. <laughs> My nigga said Phoenix Paul. <laughs> that's terrible. What the fuck? That's terrible. Go ahead with your opinion, man, on the, on the matter before we run out of time. Oh, um, I think we can. Like I said earlier, I think it, it people have to change their mentality. I think we're very spoiled. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's because we've, I don't want to say brainwashed, but we've accepted this culture that says uh, individual, individual success is what matters. Yeah. You know, um, it, you know, that's just really, it's, you know, it's the American culture and it's part of capitalism itself. Oh, absolutely. You know. Um, the individual success is what really matters, and that's gonna, what's going to get you ahead. I was going to ask you, do you also think it's like this black mentality of, like, what's mine is like, I got to hold on to it because I don't know when I'm going to lose it. I'm a black person in America. Like, I, I look at this in rappers. Like, this is mine. I can't, I can't be – I can do a little charity work here and there, but I can't be out here just investing in something that might not give me an immediate return. I don't see it as much now. Um, I think, I think in general, yes, black people are scared to, uh, I guess, spend more money, invest in something that they aren't sure of. Yeah. Because we are used to not having much. So when we get a little, we want to keep it. It's like, I can't be out here. But at the same time, that's like a miss, that's a miseducation. It is. You know that we have it's like investing is a lot of the time investing in something is not very risky. Um, <clears throat> you know there, I think there are more success stories off of. I'm I'm a hundred percent sure there's more success stories off of investing than there are losses. You know what I mean? Um, I guess it depends on what aspects. Are you talking about investing as a whole? Yeah, investing as a whole. Just investing your money, like, and of course you're not supposed to put your whole fucking fortune into shit. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But just investing your money to some kind of business mm-hmm. is not going to kill you. It's not going to be a waste of your time necessarily. It shouldn't be. Man. Um, you know, maybe we do have that. Maybe we do have that fucking mentality that people had during the damn Great Depression, where we want to just, you know, hold on as tight as we had people after the Great Depression. I see that, and I see. What's crazy about um, hip hop? No, we got. We might not make this lines out, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, what's crazy about hip hop, man? If you really, really listen to it, like how rappers make other black people—they might not say black, but they mean black people—feel shitty for not being, not having as much as they do when they came from similar like. You think, beginnings. It, you think that's the goal to make people feel shitty? When you have lyrics, I don't think that's the goal per se. I think it's just become a trend to like have lyrics of "I got more money than you." I got more woman than you. I'm doing better than you all together. Is it is it really directed at people? It's like is it is it the fact that I'm balling or I'm balling and you not? I'm balling and you not. You think that's the message? That's the, like I said. I don't think I don't know if people actually believe that. That's the positive thing. I don't think that's what they really want to do. But that's become the trend in like hip hop for the most part. Like or let's just say rap is like how much money? How much more money I got? How many more cars I got? I'm pussy I'm getting. You hear that in like 99% of like rap songs on the radio right now. 
I mean, I I do, but like I don't I don't know if it's directed as uh, you know, as as like a I'm better than you kind of thing. It's like I got shit, bitch. But the the theme is like I, I mean, got like, shit. You don't like you ain't got as much as I do. So you, I guess, man. But like, damn, like. <laughs> I can't just talk about me balling and shit. No, you can. That's what, what I'm saying is what's, what would be so crazy if like the lyrics change to like, I'm balling. You might be doing whatever. I'm balling though. Like, and you might be balling too. We can ball together. What would be so crazy about that versus like, I'm balling more than all y'all rappers. All y'all broke as fuck. All y'all broke boys stay over there. Because I don't want to be near them niggas. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, I'm flush with these well, niggas. What I want to be, what I want to be around you. You twenty, you twenty dollar niggas. You twenty dollar niggas. You can help out the twenty dollar niggas, man. They can be just like you. I don't know, man. I just, I just know, man. I just. Hey, boy. Duh. Well, where you been? Exactly, strange. Get him straight. He's been. Uh, I, I think it's just crap in the barrels where I, you been. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just like I'm balling, nigga. But you like? I, I don't even want to say nigga because then that's because 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 then it's directed at somebody. That's what I'm saying. That's but that's how it is. Let them, let them niggas ball. You, I'm I'm fine with y'all balling. I'm just saying you ain't gotta talk shit about one another while you are doing it. As wise pimp C once said, <laughs> "We come from kings, okay." <sighs> I believe it. I believe all of it. You know what I'm saying? That's it's more than a celebration of the grind, but it is interpreted as I'm better than you. That's what I'm saying, Thaddeus. That's what I'm saying. And this is not for all hip hop. I'm not saying this is for all hip hop. Y'all know I'm a hip hop enthusiast. I'm just saying, as far as mainstream rap, that's the majority, that's the message you hear nine times out of ten. Bro, you know this is true. It's like trying to fight it. I gotta go back and listen. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> I gotta go back and... I gotta go back I gotta and go listen. back and listen to all the rap songs. <laughs> I gotta go back and listen to all the rap songs the from rap. the last two years. Denial. <laughs> that's fine. Damn, I wish we got this lounge album because I wanted to talk about niggas dragging it. All right, look, real quick. What do you think of the Solange album? Real I love this shit. I don't understand why niggas hate it so much. All right, I'm gonna say this. It was cool. It it played better the second and third time around. It did not play well the first time. How sway? And <laughs> not that shit was like. What was wrong with it? Boring. It was. How? It didn't have it didn't have those standout tracks like the last one did. Um, a, what is that? A meta, a meta, whatever the A word track. Yeah, I didn't like that shit at first. It, hold on, is is that the one with is in the? No, no, that's time is. Time is oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, that's another fire track. It, it played much better the second and third time. I'm enjoying the album more as I listen to it. But it's not like it doesn't have those. It doesn't have those bangers. What the sound of rain? Is you it, don't even you don't even know the name. You is it uh, is is it birds in the trap or what's it? birds in the trap? <laughs> <laughs> no, is it doves in the what, swans in the sky? Cranes in the sky, nigga. Cranes in the sky. <laughs> nigga, you know I'm bad with names, boy. <laughs> you ain't even appreciate the first album. Um, stay flow, dreams. You can okay. My is it don't touch away. my hair? It's, it's not. Dope. None of it is that. None of the songs are that. <laughs> None of them. But I don't have a problem with the album whatsoever. It just it doesn't. You said it was trash the first listen. It didn't play well, but I'm I'm back with you. Remember, man, I say that all the time, bro. I hate on I hate on albums on first listen, <laughs> unless it's Kanye. I hate on albums first listen, <laughs> unless it's Kanye. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, like it just it's just not as good as the last album. It's a good album, 
And it's okay to say it's not as good as the last album. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) But I was was trying to say, bro, my skin is my logo with Gucci. Throw that shit out the window. (laughs) Yeah, that was was weird to have Gucci feature on there. What the fuck? Well, some of those features were kind of weird. Isn't there a Playboy Cardi feature on there? There is. I don't think. I think he was nice though. It was weird. It was weird to see his name on that shit. It was strange. All right. Um, would you give it on a one to ten? That's it. Twenty out of ten, nigga. So I'm gonna give that much. Um, (laughs) yo, my guy. Um, (laughs) um, so it's a good like nine out of ten for me. All right, I give it an eight. All right. Anyways, let's get to two chains real quick. Hey, black woman. All right. What you think about the two chains, boy? What you think about? I liked it. You you overhyped the shit. I liked it. That shit fire. That shit ain't better than um pretty girls like trap music. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is, bro. How? <laughs> it's an opening shit where he was like actually spitting lyrics and shit. He was like, oh yeah, here go go in chains, go in. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> that nigga, I, I I gotta give two chains this. This nigga's his focus much more on his lyricism. Oh for sure. Recently Absolutely. than he has. Absolutely. Um, yeah, the, the standaway track, the 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 big tracks for me. Was NCAA, um, the last track or one of the last tracks, um, where you talk about I am or some shit like that. Uh, the shit with Kendrick. Oh yeah, the shit with Kendrick was yeah. That's nigga, stupid. this nigga got to put out more music, bro. This, Kendrick, that's what he do where he drop an album <laughs> and he just go hot out like, all right, I'll see you on his features. Yeah. Uh, so NCAA, Mama, I hit a lick. Yeah. Um. Oh, I said me, which is crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not crazy. Life is. Uh, Threats to Society, uh, Hip Hop Versace. I like a lot of these shits, man. I like it. It just it, it started off super strong. In the middle, kind of waited a little. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Like you the little, saying? the middle is kind of. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then Kendrick comes in. And it's like, hey, nigga, wake up. No, 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 um, no. The nigga, NCA, nigga. NCA. That's where it picked back up. Oh yeah, okay. NCAA. Yeah. Which one is the Travis Scott joint? Travis can do no wrong in my eyes at this point. <laughs> this nigga's on a roll. A nigga, lady, a billionaire, bro. That must be it, bro. I I question Travis Scott's nigga, existence. Nigga, Travis Scott be on the road for fun, like nigga. <laughs> I did not know why he was in the rap game for. I'm so telling long. you, bro, I be eating off Kylie, like. I'm <laughs> a fake booty, you, bro. You know, fake yams. You nasty, bro. Stop. You nasty. But nah, what would you give the chain? Go ahead, say some crazy ass score. No, I'm gonna give it eight and a half. I ain't gonna go super crazy. I get an eight. Uh, you ain't get a half of me. That's why you lost, nigga. Yeah, you, That's why you lost. That's why your trash-ass ears can't fathom. Right. Real quick. All right, so we got to do a black business shout-out of the week. This week is going to be Domino Plumbing, LLC. Uh, I met this young brother. What was it? Uh, what day was that, Mike? Thursday? Oh, that was, that, that oh. was Friday. Friday. <laughs> Friday, yeah. I met yeah. him on Friday. Um, he's got a plumbing business. Uh, I think he said he's been in business for 12 years. I don't know. He's been in business a while. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, he does all things plumbing. He's licensed and bonded. I know that's a problem for a lot of people. Uh, it's a lot of problem for black people. We seem to know the trade, but we don't have the shit to back it up. Right. So he's licensed and bonded. Um, if you have any questions or you, you need any plumbing services done, uh, please call him. Donald Adams. Uh, his phone number is 803-463-7371. Um, and if you need to reach him by email, it's domino eight seven six five four three two one at yahoo.com. Right. Um, so please give that so please give him a call if you need any kind of services. Um Harry Thurston, they about to scream on us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this Thursday of the week, um, it's gonna be Killer Cam. Uh <laughs> and the flight. You can scroll to your sauce of booty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Um, her name is uh, Cameron Cole. Uh, you can reach her on Instagram. <laughs> Killa, K-I-L-L-A-A-K-A-M-M underscore two uh, on Instagram. She's a, a nurse, and she works out, oh, all right. and she bad. Hey, saving um, lives and throwing them yams. Yeah, saving lives and... Yeah, she, you know, yeah, she bad, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to tell. Yeah, she's bad, bro. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, so check what her out on Instagram. We want to thank y'all for joining this episode of Culture of Ignorance. We will apologize for starting so late. Um, <laughs> Will's fault. Is it really? Yes. Oh, we're supposed to do it. We do show Thursdays, right? No, nah, we uh, do Tuesdays now. <laughs> no, we don't. Don't, don't, believe, don't let people believe that. Um, so, yeah, man, we'll be back at y'all with another episode uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, hopefully on Thursday this time <laughs> at 630, like it is all the time. Um, Shade. Hopefully we'll take no naps this time. Shut up. Uh, so please uh, like, share, subscribe. Uh, you know, and if you have any comments on what we could do better or what you enjoy most yeah, about the show, give that. please give us that feedback. Absolutely. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram at Cultivated Ignorance, Facebook at Cultivated Ignorance, Twitter at Cultivated Ignorance. We just cultivated ignorant everywhere. Everywhere. So we want to thank y'all for joining us and peace. I love you guys. We'll hate y'all. No, no, I love you. Uh...